0: We are It's Just a Hill, a cycling club that promotes inclusion, judgment free, with no gatekeepers. Focused on creating content from behind the handlebars to in the studio, It's Just a Hill is producing videos and podcasts to spread the message that cycling is for everyone. We are focused on reminding everyone that riding your bike can help you overcome any obstacle, because after all, it's just a hill. Hello and welcome to another episode of the It's Just a Hill Cycling Podcast. I am your host, John Stenning without the H. And that is important because later on in this very episode, I will be joined by another John Stenning, this time with the H, aka my dad. So make sure you stay tuned for the rest of the episode to hear my interview with my dad. We sort of talk about how he got into cycling, what motivates him for riding, and uh talk about the recent Florida Grand Fondo by Suarez that I went down to Florida uh, to participate in with him and some of his friends. Paul Sutliff, uh local New England writer, was down there, too. We'll be more about that in just a bit. Well, let me catch my breath. Jeez, I don't know why I'm so nervous. I'm not really nervous. I just think I ran up the stairs too fast, and it's a rest day, so I haven't got my heart rate up yet. Um, uh, But first, before we get to the interview, I would like to tell you all about our upcoming spring cleaning event this Saturday, April 22nd, Earth Day. We're calling it the Nipsey Hustle. It is up on our Strava page. I just spring cleaning Saturday, April 22nd at 9 a.m. We're starting this ride from North Kingstown High School. Uh, It's more of just like an overall spring cleaning event, a trash, a scavenger hunt, if you will. Maybe you heard about it on the previous episode of the podcast or you saw the event up on our Strava. We are encouraging people to come out starting at north kingstown high school roll out around 9 a.m and uh, there are a few suggested routes up on the strava event i think i'll put about five or six up there from like five miler all the way up to 40 miler but you can just make your own route ride around the area pick up trash and uh come back and after the uh end of the ride about two and a half hours or so we're asking people to come back around 11 30 and we will have a little bit of like a social tent, if you will, with some drinks and some snacks and maybe some cupcakes or something like that. And we'll be handing out prizes for uh, three overall uh, categories, the most trash overall collected, the most nips collected, and the most interesting piece collected. So think of this as like a conversation starter piece. Maybe you find, uh, uh, I mentioned on a previous episode, I found a dildo on the side of the road. Maybe you find a dildo on the side of the road, Godspeed if you do. Holy grail. Um, yeah. Yeah. So picking up trash, bringing it back, and um, that'll be great, you should come out to that. The next day, uh, Sunday, April 23rd, we're gonna have a group ride too that's gonna roll off from Ashaway, Rhode Island. It's, uh, I know it's a little bit far for some people, but it is right off the highway, parking right right off the highway, so it should be pretty smooth sailing down there. And maybe it's roads you've never ridden before, and we'll be stopping at Hop City Cafe uh, right there in Hockington uh, near the end of the route. So head over to our Strava page, it's just a hill, com you can find it there or you can go to strava.com slash clubs slash it's just a hill and uh yeah find those events find upcoming events and uh, maybe i'll see you there hopefully i'll see you there not maybe hopefully sometimes i get in my head a little bit and i it's hard for me to be positive on the podcast and all this talking alone it's a lot of pressure um all right here's the interview with my dad thanks All right, hi Dad. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. Hi, welcome. We did a little preamble. You know, you've never done a podcast before. How are you feeling? You ready to ready to be on the Is Chester Hill podcast?
1: I believe I am.
0: Yeah, you believe you are. Uh, you're on the hot seat, if you will, uh, sitting in your kitchen in Florida. Is that correct? Yes, I am. It's been a long time coming. I think trying to get you on the podcast. You know, uh, we we've been talking about it maybe since episode one we, you were here in town multiple times and it never came together. That's my fault, I guess, not yours. Um, but yeah, you know, you've, you've been talked about before on the podcast, you're a big influence on me when it comes to cycling. So I don't know, let's like, you've been riding your bike for a long time, a lot longer than I have, at least a lot more experience than me and most other people who have come on this podcast. And I think it'd be cool to hear about your experience as a, a cyclist and seeing this little smile on your face is very funny. This this like dynamic of uh me interviewing you for a podcast. You're like a really easy, I think you're an easy person to talk to. You know, this is just a conversation. So All right. yeah. When uh when did you first learn how to ride a bike? Were you a kid?
1: Uh yeah, probably six years old.
0: Six. Do you remember how old I was when I learned how to ride a bike?
1: I believe you were about eight.
0: Yeah. I was going to say nine. I was not, I was not uh, a spring chicken. I was not, I was a late bloomer when it came to riding a bike. Sam, my younger brother was riding a bike before I was.
1: Yes, he was.
0: Yeah. Well look out now you little son of a bitch. Uh, (laughs) So he, but he rode a bike really young. Remember he was like three, he was like really good at it young.
1: Yeah. So so you like, I I had to use a belt with you. Not to hit you. I tie to run? <laughs> <laughs>
0: tried yeah, yeah. Run. Okay. I don't remember Tied this. To... I
1: don't remember this. Yeah, you put the belt on the kid backwards so the tail of the belt is in the back and you hold the belt you near know, the buckle tight to the kid's lower oh, back. so and that's I how was you on a bike, you, you
0: were standing. Yeah. I thought you we were both you... riding a bike together and we were belted to each other. No, that'd be kind of weird. Uh, so you were six and you like learned how to ride a bike and what were you doing? Like... You weren't like, you know, riding your bikes in group rides. You were riding around the neighborhood and stuff like at that age?
1: Yeah, just tooling around with kids, going to play baseball in a sand lot and stuff like that. Nothing. I had a uh, Schwinn Stingray with the high monkey bars and big, the big, like, seat. Kind of, oh, cool, cool. And like yeah.
0: everyone had those. Like, I mean, you Everybody's,
1: grew, up, you grew yeah. up in a
0: small town in the 60s and you were riding around, 60s and 70s riding around. 60s, yeah. I mean, you were bo-
1: like, yeah, you grew up in the 60s. Yeah, I was born in 1960.
0: Yeah, yeah um and when did that become more than just like a method of getting around like when did you start riding I don't even want to say competitively but like you know in the way that we ride now group rides was what when was that
1: I went to a bike ride at the shepherd of the valley church on the corner of seven mile road and yeah have, i believe it is yeah i think it is yep yep i was probably about 14 years old and i was with a kid by the name of kevin shank wait how and old probably about 14
0: whoa okay oh, i didn't know this and you went like and it was like an organized like group ride thing
1: it was through the shepherd of the valley church they did some oh, okay i don't know if it was like a. we didn't have to raise money or anything but it was like a ride with the church people
0: Okay, was, this is we like a one-time a year event thing.
1: It was a one-time ever for me. Oh yeah. We okay. Went, okay. We did it. We rode around the Citroen Reservoir. It's the first time I would ever been around the Citroen Reservoir on a bike, nice and Bob. Yeah, this is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. But then I never, never, you yeah. know, ex- extended on that. Then when, on that. When
0: did you get the bug after that?
1: Um, when I was in the Marine Corps. Me and mom lived out in California, and we only had one car.
0: And so you were riding, like, from whatever town you were living in to base?
1: Yep, yep. Went down to Allen Schwinn Cyclery and bought two Schwinn Travelers with shifters on the down tubes, you know. Yeah, cool. Heavy rentals. uh, This is, like, North
0: County, San Diego, like, Encinitas area? Oceanside. Oceanside? Oceanside. Cool, cool. Yep. Yep. Um, and then like what, there were other Marines that rode bikes and stuff. And were you racing and doing group rides out there? Or was it still just commuting?
1: I was doing a few group rides and there was a guy I would run into on my way into the base every day. He said, Hey, there's a race coming up called the tour de Pendleton.
0: That was in, that was in
1: 1983. Yeah. So I said, Oh, I'll give it a shot. And I ended up doing fairly well. So I got the bug right there.
0: Is this the newspaper clipping that you showed me?
1: Yes. Do you
0: yep. have it in front of you or no? I can pull up the picture. You sent me a picture right. of a newspaper clipping, and uh, it's from this very race. Or, yeah, Tour de Pendleton, December fifteenth, 1983. Wow, races in December in San Diego County. From San Onofre Beach to 43, which is what it says, the Tanks Battalion area.
1: So this was, yeah, like, was- through the Marines? Like, you got to ride through the base or...? Yeah, it was in the Marines, so it was put on by the Marines. That's why and it was, was called the Tour to Pendleton, at Camp Pendleton. Because
0: Pendleton is the name of, like, the Marine base there. Yeah. Correct. And you placed third in the 1 to 29 age group. Yes. 24 miles, and it says it. Wow, the winner. The winner did it in 54 minutes. and You did it yeah, in he 59. Went on,
1: he went to the Olympic training camp, Dave Manning. Like, uh, oh,
0: really? Olympic training camp as a cyclist? Like, just
1: yeah, um, the Colorado Yep. oh cool cool
0: but it seems to I mean there was uh you know there's a 30 to 39 age group and 40 to forty. did you do this race ever again how so you were you were almost done in the marines at this point in 1983 right you had another Correct. year I,
1: yeah so December yeah. of 1984 I was already gone the next gotcha. time they would have had it oh okay and then
0: when you came back to Rhode Island is that when you linked up with you know, there's some guys that still come to group rides these days that you have been riding with since the mid-80s, right? Since before I
1: was born? Correct. Um, I ended up running into Kevin Clammer yep. on Route 117 and just hooked up with him and said, you want to ride? We started riding yep. and we started doing local races. Yeah, There used to be some local time trials, one in situate, one in Westerly. Yeah. One in one on Route 2 from by shot in a farm.
0: And these were just like super casual time trials that happened like once a
1: week or once a month or whatever. Or It was every Tuesday night. Reed yep. Castor from Castor's used to put one on in Situate. Yeah. Castor's go... was in Warwick, right where the Trek store is now. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And it would go from the dam out to Route 102 and back. It was a loop. I think it was like 14 or 15 miles total. Yeah. I rode a hill yesterday. Not an easy hill no especially if you time trial
0: yeah yeah like we went we went from west to east on the group ride but it's just one of those long rhode island hills you could sort of see almost too much of it um so you what you everyone would roll out like within like two minutes of each other and then was it just uh Uh,
1: yeah they would keep um you could probably look it up on the internet somewhere because they used to post the results okay cool um they had one in situate then read i don't know if south county was before but there's a guy that you ride with now and he's still around james hates oh yeah monster on the bike super he, strong. Used, to, he yeah. used to win every week in south county and that was put on by stedman's nope that was put on by casters also he moved oh, it wow, from. Cool. i don't know if he moved it from situate yeah to south county or from south county to Situate. oh wow and then, and then um i think it was stedman's that put the one on on Route One, you know the Charleston. Oh, okay,
0: yeah, yeah. And that's then, the, that's like still a Strava segment. I don't know how long that hasn't been happening. I've never seen that happening. I think maybe there might have been an accident involved there. Is that correct? Yes,
1: there was an accident. Somebody, it was a yeah. fatal accident. Yeah, so they, they stopped doing it. It a, Yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, dangerous hobby. Ooh boy. Um, but yeah. So, so you and Kevin started riding together. When did you meet? Like the John Babingtons, the Manjellies. Like when did it become a team? Oh, we, because there's a picture we, of like your race team with Z Tech, yep. right? Which is this guy, Derek Zisk's bike shop. And there's like gotta be 30 people on this team. You guys are rolling deep. There's a lot of people.
1: It was uh it was the age of Greg LeMond. So everybody thought they were a lot more pro than they were, you know, as yeah. far as we were concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. We had this guy, Roger Hauk. Yep. You know, after years of riding, you see guys on the road, you end up talking and sure. Roger worked for Sarah Lee, right? So right. He, he got us some. Nobody sort of, does it. Is
0: it nobody does not like Sarah Lee, or nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee? Nobody doesn't
1: like Sarah Lee. He doesn't like Sarah Lee. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Sorry. He got us. He got us all kits. Right. So, so you we were start, sponsored
0: by Sarah Lee, like we are now sponsored by Pepperidge Farm.
1: That's the full circle thing here. Yeah, I don't know if we would actually. I don't know if you would call it a sponsorship. Roger just okay. went through his company and got funding to. Buy everyone kit. So I guess it would be sponsoring. I don't really know. Yeah, and
0: it said Sarah Lee on the jersey. We still have the jerseys. <coughs>
1: yeah, I haven't done a jersey all,
0: review on them yet. Yeah.
1: That's all it does say on it. So, uh, well, actually, later on, it, it's G it Z-Tech. Z-Tech. And yep. uh, maybe there was a uh, Concord Bikes that Derek had gotten a sponsorship with also.
0: Yeah, you guys also had some Bell helmets. I have one over to the side, the Bell helmet that says standing on one side and Sarah Lee on the other.
1: Yep, we got through through Derek's shop, Z Tech Cycle on Oakland Avenue. It had a Reebok yeah. pump in it at one yeah. time. You would, yeah, you it's would a pump Reebok it it, it it, to your head. It doesn't work anymore, but it's a Reebok pump
0: bell helmet, all yeah. white, sourly on one side, standing on the other.
1: Yeah, yeah I'll great. tell you, we, we might not have been pro, but we looked pro back then.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, so you guys were. Showing up to local races, probably races that aren't around so much anymore. I know, like, there is still the Jamestown race, but it was a different thing back when you were racing it. It was was twice as long and maybe not even ran by the Rotary Club, but ran by someone else. Nope, it was always
1: run by the Rotary Club as far as I know. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, We would do – there used to be the Wailing City Classic in New Bedford. I mean, Mom used to take you around to race. Yeah, there's pictures
0: of me at as a kid. There's – I mean, I – I don't remember it that vividly, but I remember like being different places and watching you like on a bike. Yeah,
1: yeah. There was a training crit up in Lincoln at the Industrial Park, an AT cross pen and pencil off one sixteen every Wednesday night.
0: Okay, um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, it was so a blast. I mean, you were doing crits, road racing, right? Those yeah. were those pretty much the two things that you were focused on, or that the team was focused on. I mean, gravel isn't what it was, you know. No,
1: there was no gravel. Yeah, right um guys would go up certain guys would go up and do killington we'd go up and do fit there used to be a big race i don't even know if it's still going on the fitchburg long joe classic
0: i've heard of okay, it fit- i don't know if it's still going on. i actually was just looking at bike bridge today i was looking at like the palmer grand prix the thompson grand prix but i didn't see that one so i don't think it's still happening uh killington stage race is not happening this year i don't think and but the other one is green mountain stage green race mountain stage happened. race yeah, and
1: Brockton yeah. Fair used to have a big race. Miles okay. Standish was going on at the oh. time.
0: Miles Standish is happening. It happens May 7th. It's actually pretty soon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was another place we used to go with a guy by the name of Billy Rounds. Hang him. Hang him mass. Oh, okay. there was, like, yeah. Yeah. was like a training race up there every once a week. We'd yeah. drive, you know, the hour and a half up there just to race with a big group of guys. It wasn't. Right. Cycling wasn't like it is like it is now than it was back then there weren't you know groups of 20 and 30 going down the road
0: okay so that's i mean that's a great like segue i guess like what what do you mean by that like what has changed the most in your perspective in terms of like so you're saying there weren't big groups you were only riding together in big groups for races and stuff otherwise it was just you and one other guy
1: hooking up like oh no we would meet when we lived on mayfield avenue yeah we used to come, come yeah yeah we would four thirty every day you know some guys some days five or six guys some days two like guys like john mangelli john babington mike yeah, yeah. becky the zisks would meet us Yeah, uh, ricky yeah. legault wacko lego yeah yeah you know, guys like that yeah strava um, legends yeah. yeah strava legends exactly. yeah yeah and i think that's what actually blew up cycling Strava. so
0: so do you think it you say blew, blew up you think it has you think Strava has a pretty good correlation with reaching out to like my generation in terms of cyclists? I would agree with you.
1: Definitely. You guys are tech savvy where old guys like me aren't, but sure. We can we can at least operate Strava. Well, some, not all. <laughs> well, it um it gives you motivation to go ride too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I I like
0: I, te- I you know, I've said some nasty things about Strava on the podcast well, before, but some I think it's a, I think it's a net positive, you know. I mean, it's tells- helped yeah. Grow the group so much in terms of like outreach and stuff. Um, but there has that whole like nasty social media ness of it, which it forces you to like compare yourself to each other, which is, you know, not great. Strava also is not racing, and some people make it to be a lot more than it truly is, right? Like well, we don't have to drop people's <laughs> names.
1: You want me to bleep out
0: just- people's names from the local <laughs> New England cycling chat WhatsApp? I'm gonna have to bleep out people's names. Hey, This is going to be a I, that one name is going to be bleeped out, and everyone is going to be questioning who whose name was bleeped out. I didn't
1: realize yeah. what Strava was. I didn't get on when Strava until first. I didn't get on Strava till 2015.
0: Okay, and I think it's been around since 2011.
1: I, I yeah, haven't been involved in cycling that long, so so when I first got on Strava in 2015, yeah, you know, you have one follower, two followers, yeah, and. This guy that I used to ride with named Lennon Tabora who's uh-huh. riding, was riding on Strava. He was like Watopia or something. Oh, on Zwift. And, oh, on Zwift. So I see it on Strava. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and I don't know Strava at all. I don't know there is Zwift. I don't know anything about that. So I text him because I rode rollers and a and, uh, turbo. Like, Where's, I, <coughs> what's Watopia? I, I asked him where he was. you thought he was like
0: at a like at a training place called watopia i didn't know where he was it was hilarious
1: he he busted my balls for a while
0: well swift is still really swift is really lame but i do i do think i mean swift has its has its good sides too like like strava you know definitely
1: definitely has its benefits
0: but you've never used
1: swift right i never have never been on a swift machine if that's what you call it
0: yeah i mean it's just like a smart trainer it's a you know they have wheel on ones, but they have some direct drive ones where you just like, you know, attach your your bike with the rear derailleur to a cassette that's already on a machine. That's what mine is like. Um, but I mean, it's not the same, you know, uh, you don't you don't really you don't really race anymore. Right. But you still stay motivated to ride. So like what what continues to motivate you to stay on the bike?
1: You know, just putting a smile on my face. I don't Yeah, ride you just enjoy it. Yeah. Any other reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do I do I like to go fast? Yes. Oh, sure. Do I yeah. do I get dropped a lot? Yes. But I still yeah. when I come when I come home, I'm still. Wow. That was fun. Do you think you
0: get dropped a lot? Do you get dropped on your because there are tons of group rides where you live?
1: It's there are tons. Uh, it depends on your day. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm also recovering from an Achilles injury. That's true. Pickleball. So, pickleball. incident, <laughs> pickleball Achilles tear. I, you know, I meant but, to ask you, are you going to go back and play pickleball? I have done. I've played since. Dangerous. Like Dangerous. Probably five, ten games. Oh, okay. Cool. I just was curious, I guess, like, you no, know. No, I'm you... not going to play like I used to play. I was too aggressive at pickleball. Yeah. You're a competitive person. Uh, not so much
0: as I used sure, to be. Sure, as you used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But, like you're there are different types of group rides for you to enjoy in florida right so sometimes maybe you're getting dropped if you're going out with like a b plus or an a group or whatever right but there's also like nice coffee rides and cool stuff like that well the
1: coffee ride's one of the toughest rides around here if you look at the coffee ride stats they'll average 22 miles an hour on a coffee ride Oh, okay cool and if it's a gulf coast velo might average 23 but i always go with the b's on the gulf coast velo i just can't i don't i don't have that snap Sure, you know, they they take a corner doing twenty five and bring it up to twenty seven to thirty, yeah, you know, like right away, yeah, and I don't have that in my stand up power with my Achilles recovery, yeah. so yeah, right. hopefully they said six months to a year, and it's been six months this month, so hopefully I'll be back.
0: That's when they said you'll be like back to you know where you were before,
1: yes, so yeah. that'll be September of this year, yeah, nice,
0: um and. The group rides that you do down there, some of them are with uh, bike Shops, right? You just said Gulf Coast Velo. There's, uh, did you say Gulf Bicycle- Coast Velo? There's Bicycles International.
1: Said, Bicycles International has a ride Monday night, Wednesday night, Saturday morning, and sometimes they have a donut ride on Sunday morning. Wow. Sounds great. Um, you came on the bi
0: uh, Saturday Yeah, right? I came on the Saturday morning ride. Yeah, when we went down. Um, so I guess, I guess that's a good point to to talk about. Oh, actually a couple of questions. So uh, I asked like the, it's just a hill war room group chat, if you will. And, and Cal and Brian both had a, a separate question. So you kind of answered this already, but Cal was curious if you'd notice any changes in the cycling community over the years. So do you think it's just like that Strava new generation thing or like, do you think like the sense of community is the same as it's been? Has it changed at all?
1: Sense of community, I think, has changed. I think most cyclists are friendly people, except when you get into the elitist cyclists that think they're yeah. better than thou. Yeah. But it's also become a sport where a lot of people can't get into because of the high cost of it.
0: Yeah, that's true. And those costs aren't getting any better. Do you think... Yeah, my- no, I mean obviously, like inflation has changed things, but like there's there are ads from Cannondale where they're like entry level price bike fifty six hundred dollars. That's not entry level.
1: The race I told you about, my first race, the Tour de Pendleton. Yeah, Schwinn, Schwinn Traveler.
0: Yep, hundred
1: hundred dollars.
0: In it, you held your own on it. Was it a drop bar bike?
1: Drop, yeah. It was a Schwinn, Multiple- it, it it wasn't the Paramount. It was the Traveler. It gotcha. It, you know, you could probably hook up panniers to it and stuff but yep. yeah
0: yeah like, but it had one... drop bars and it had multiple gears <laughs> you were shifting on the yeah. down tube right but
1: shifting on the down tube I think it was a two by six two oh, by okay. seven when when straight blocks were around you'd have a yeah 11 12 13 14 15 yeah yeah. yeah
0: crazy yeah yeah so I guess thats so then Brian asked like how have you adapted to technology changes in gear like along the years like when all of a sudden they announced shifting was going to be on your hoods what was that like? You know, like, were you oh, like, I, hell yeah, that's great.
1: Hell yeah, I got it as yeah. soon as I could. Like yeah, yeah. First, yeah. And now you have electronic shifting. Mm-hmm. You like electronic shifting, right? Love my SRAM Red Etap. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, and did you? So there are new things in technology now, you know, like, um you know, there's, There's you ride eleven speed, I ride eleven speed, but there's twelve speed now. And even our eleven speed group sets are good group sets, right? But now there's twelve speed. And do you feel like things are like moving faster? Do they move too fast? It seems, or do you think that's just like part of the game of marketing and cycling? Because I I mean, as much as it sucks, they are just trying to sell us shit,
1: you know. That's all they want to do, buddy. They want to sell you a new something every year. New helmet, new. new shoes. Yeah. Yeah. You see that new
0: mountain bike derailleur that doesn't use a, a derailleur hanger? 12-speed SRAM?
1: No, but I saw something you had. Your new pulley was hollow in the middle.
0: Yeah, I got a new absolute black pulley cage. Uh, my pulley cage cracked, so I was sort of forced to upgrade. And I couldn't yeah. just – it was hard to find just a, a Dura-Ace pulley wheel cage setup because you can't just buy just the cage setup from Shimano. So yeah. – yeah, i got one from absolute black and it's like it's similar to like those ceramic speed ones but yeah it's actually hollow in the middle the way that it's machined so you can see right through it i don't know yeah, I'm, pretty, I'm liking it it's pretty cool
1: yeah
0: yeah different um, yeah 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 different
1: yeah um all right I let's mean, let's oh no go ahead how often do you get a new bike um well
0: i think i i think so i got like the look i would say was like my i don't know because even the the alley sport that i had before that was like a drop bar bike um i think i think a lot of people probably get new bikes a little bit too quickly the bike that i'm riding now i hope to be riding it for like the next four or five years um i do think that there were i don't know because i had the amanda and it cracked so i was sort of like forced to get another one but when i got the amanda i didn't need a, and the Amanda, the look was fine the look is still fine you know i was all oh i want disc brakes i want disc brakes and i'm glad i have disc brakes but did i need disc brakes i don't know i don't live uh, in the I, Alps, you know
1: what we were talking about earlier about the changes in cycling that's a yeah. huge change i think guys used to keep bikes for you know five to ten years yeah for sure i mean, I, I had a first nice bike i bought was a trek 560 from yeah. 1984 yeah and Then I didn't buy another good bike until a Cannondale in like 92. Wow. And I, and I had the Cannondale painted three times.
0: Yeah. Were you upgrading components on those frames or were you basically just riding this? You were.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And before the internet, you could look in magazines and stuff and find what you could get for prices on bikes. And we would go into, we would go into casters. Like I got a Dura, I got a Dura Ace group set. Yeah walking into cash and said hey i can get this for x amount of dollars at this this or whatever or Nash, exactly and he said okay i'll match it
0: yeah nice that's cool yeah
1: yeah yeah so i mean i think
0: that's what people should be doing now but i don't know people also are like so quick to like just sell their old bike and buy a new one and like they want the newest most aerodynamic technology you know they want the head tube that is better in the wind tunnel and i mean a lot of it is just a gimmick i mean especially if you're just talking about going on group rides you know we're not we're not riding a in lot, the tour I,
1: I think a lot of it is the marketing that yeah goes to the people that they want you to they want you to think you need this stuff and be the oh, yeah. coolest looking guy oh for know? sure yeah without a doubt
0: yeah whether it's kit or you're right bike or wheels or whatever it's all of the exact
1: yeah it's exactly all of the above. yeah
0: um all right well i'm gonna we're i'm gonna restart this zoom meeting so we can talk about the uh trip in florida because otherwise zoom's gonna kick us off in seven minutes so um okay are you okay with that
1: yeah um you might I'm have okay? to edit this out
0: can that's I, fine I'm
1: just, am i supposed to be where am i supposed to be looking on the screen
0: <laughs> i'm not editing that out that's staying in. <laughs> uh, wherever, been, lo- wherever you have been I, looking has
1: been great. I've been looking at your picture now. In That's the fine. That's fine. I think that I, works. I think I'm, I was supposed to be looking up there at the camera. I guess you should be
0: looking at the cameras like on the side, though.
1: Oh, because it's turned sideways. Because okay. the t- iPad's
0: turned sideways. <laughs> no, where you've been looking has been great. But I do think we should restart this so we're not cut off mid-talk about the Florida ride. So I'm oh, going to end this call and send you another link via email. Is that okay?
1: Yep, I'll try to figure it out. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. (laughs) All right, buddy.
0: Okay, so we took a little break there. We saw that maybe you weren't sure where you were looking on the camera was the right place or not. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, recently uh, I went down to Florida and we did a ride together. Uh, We hang out for a weekend. There's a video coming out. I almost have it finished. I worked on it again this morning. I just have to put music to it now. Um, so there'll be a video coming out, but I'd like to talk about the you know weekend where I came down to Florida. You live in Florida. I don't, I guess we didn't really say that before. You used to live in Rhode Island, now you live in Florida. Um, and I came down and we rode together. I did that group ride on the Saturday and we did the uh Gran Fondo Florida from the Suarez from Suarez, the National Grand Fondo series. Uh
1: Suarez Grand Fondo San Antonio
0: yes that's right uh but it started technically in dade city correct um have you done uh have you done one of these suarez events
1: before no but we do go up to dade city area to ride because that's really the only place you can find hills of florida
0: yeah right so where you live is like really really like almost comically flat like i'm not trying to make fun of you guys but like you can ride 100 miles and how many feet are you going to climb
1: under 500 under 500, right. Sometimes um, 200 depending right. on how many overpasses or bridges you go over.
0: Those are the hills generally, right? You're just going over like uh causeways, like waterways or stuff like That's that, it. right? Yeah. Um and the thing is is I think and uh, not to like get us off topic too much on the ride, but I think people are quick to make fun of that area of Florida for being flat and I think it's rude as hell and I think it's a I just think it's a different type of riding. I find it similar to riding on Zwift where you you're never you never have the chance to coast. You know, you can't yeah, freewheel on Zwift.
1: You can't freewheel here. You you freewheel for a second, the group is gone. The group
0: is gone. Yeah. So it's like constant power output, hard ride. I mean, you can ride you can do an easy ride, but like Correct. like you said, it's like twenty-three miles per hour average and it's flat, but it's fast and the wind has nowhere to hide. So what what's a 10 mile per hour wind here feels like, you know, very different down there when there's just coastline and not a lot of trees to break it up. And right. So would you say the same? I mean,
1: you've ridden most of your life up in New England, but Florida riding's different. I like New England riding a lot better. I think yeah. New I actually think New England riding, if you're in shape for the hills, I think New England riding is easier than Florida riding because you do a century down here. Yeah. I mean, I've done a century down here in four hours and thirty minutes, averaging wow. twenty two miles an hour. And yeah. it's just constant pedaling for four and a half hours. There's no break, none whatsoever.
0: Yeah, no recovery. There's not none. there's no active recovery. Yeah. None. That's a very very different type of riding, very very different type of riding. Um so yeah, we went up to the San Antonio dade City area. Now that is a lot hillier. We the route itself was 99 miles and about 3500 feet of climbing, maybe 4000 like depending on your head unit, right? And yeah. it it reminded me of some riding around Rhode Island, you know? Maybe the more coastal stuff, but it was like rolling hills, farmland. I thought it was a beautiful
1: area to ride. Yes, the roads were a lot straighter in rhode island yeah sure you
0: don't have like farm roads right because these these were these roads are like two three hundred four hundred years old for for farms and stuff florida's planned out a little bit more um yeah they're
1: just straight straight roads for miles and then you you know you're going north and you go east and you go south and you go west Right. right a lot of box riding
0: but i did like and not that i don't enjoy riding in the uh you know the south of tampa area Um, But that seemed a lot like different type of Florida riding up in the Dade City, San Antonio area. Yeah, Um,
1: guys from up here, guys from around this area go up there every Saturday.
0: Yeah, because there are group rides up there too to just hop on.
1: Every Saturday they meet where, not where we went, but in that general area there's a sports complex and people just meet there. Cool.
0: Um, So yeah, let's recap the day a little bit. We woke up early, we went to Wawa, right? Everything was going good. You know, you got gas, I went in, I ordered my sandwich, then you came inside, you ordered your sandwich on the touch screen, what was that experience like? You'd ever order a sandwich on a touch screen before?
1: No, that was my, like me using Zoom right now. Yeah, Zoom or <laughs> Zwift or any, any of the above. Um,
0: yep. And then, yeah, so we start, after we stopped at Wawa, we got these great paninis, we started driving north and tragically the PSI in the car starts dropping
1: right don't read. like yes
0: yes and you are you are just you're you're nervous now even thinking about it you were you were pretty nervous in the moment i will have to say i was trying to remain I, calm i don't know i, I mean, freaking you were freaking out you were freaking out a little bit um i
1: did not want to miss the bike ride i was yeah, right that's why you came down to florida yeah and if, you know we got a 10 percent air pressure getting off clark road in sarasota
0: yeah so you know, we make it not many far like not that far north on the highway and it's you know the psi is supposed to be at like 40 or whatever and it's telling us it's 25 then 21 then 13 and so we we call um we call john and jennifer and they they pretty they came and saved us right
1: yeah within five minutes we just happened to happen to yeah. get off the highway at a coffee shop that we stop at on bike rides called rendezvous and yep. they live less than a mile from rendezvous and those two people who they stood up
0: yeah they're they're so great the the last time i came down to florida and rode with jeremy and brian uh they you know drove us up to the ride and they drove us back down with like the bicycles international vehicle and uh so you know we're dropping psi we know we're going to get off at this clark road and so i call jennifer and she's like yeah sure we'll throw the other rack on the car and we'll be there in five minutes and she hangs up right but little do we know is like she hangs up, and John's like, "What did you we just say?" We can't put that
1: on five minutes.
0: Yeah, it took forty-five minutes the last time we did it. Um, but they sure, were, enough, they were there. Oh, they were there within ten minutes. They put that yeah. rack on in five, and they got to the back of the Chick Fil A parking lot that we were stay- that we pulled over in, and uh, yeah, we put the bikes in the car and drove up.
1: Yeah, I still owe them for that because we 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 went to a restaurant with cash only and didn't have any cash, and they bought us dinner too.
0: Yeah. So now that it's on the podcast, you I asked you if I should Venmo,
1: Jen. No, I will take care of it. I will see them. All right. Um, so
0: yeah, they helped us out and it was a it was a pretty nice and smooth ride up there. The drive I don't I don't remember much of the drive up. I guess I remember more about the drive back, but um pretty smooth ride. I don't know, I guess I wasn't talkative and uh yeah, we got to the beginning. We like, you know, parked in was that like a fire station or something we parked at at the ride? Yeah. Or a courthouse. A courthouse. Attack. Yeah. It was on a Sunday it chilly. A courthouse. It was a little bit chilly. Yes. All the Floridians were very nervous. They were wearing their parkas and their uh, down uh, gloves. And it was it was about 50 degrees. And so I was sitting pretty. It was quite nice. Yeah. We drove over. We checked in. The check in process was nice and smooth. Right. At the Grand yep. Suarez um and then we were uh we were like an early wave i think we were the second or maybe third wave that went off so there there weren't too too many people there um and uh yeah we rolled out the beginning of the route was weird i thought the bike path section yeah oh definitely it was like just like too narrow and you're starting with like a group of 50 and immediately they're they're putting you on like a bike path for like a mile or something and then you got onto the open roads and it was fine but the end of the route was weird too
1: yeah, through the, all those side streets with the bricks.
0: Yeah, it was bricks and a lot of stop signs and bumps, like big. It, they, it was like there were frost heaves, but obviously there weren't frost heaves, right? Yeah. I don't think there are frost heaves no, down there. It was, yeah. I thought uh-huh. it was a
1: good ride overall. I mean, oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. I mean, Paul Sutliffe came down from Mass, and we had yep. probably 10, 10 or 12 people coming from the Venice area.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was full, like, I think the bike path part sort of like threw me off. I remember going into the first segment, basically didn't didn't really know where you were. Um, I felt like I read the first, I rode the first segment a little bit foolishly. Like I went too hard, too fast and like almost like panicked in my head. Like if I go this hard, this fast at, you know, some segment at mile 11, this is going to be a bad idea for the next 90 miles. But then we stopped at the next pit stop. Paul and I sort of soft pedaled and stopped at the first rest stop. And that's when we all met up and i think the plan sort of came together that like okay this 10 or 12 of us are going to ride together we might split up on the segments but then we're just going to stop afterwards and meet back up right yeah 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 second segment was fun uh i feel like that's when it started to get warm people were cold when it started but it got up to like 75 <laughs> by the end of the ride i had a sunburn
1: yeah oh i know <laughs> yeah i
0: had a pretty bad sunburn so it got hot um and yeah like the pit stops were good. They had like handmade peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and pickles and stuff. And I felt like I ate well. How did you feel about the rest stops?
1: I thought they were great. And if you remember who they were manned by. Yeah, cops. <laughs> All the sheriffs. All they the were... local
0: sheriffs and like local volunteer sheriffs, like the youth. There's nothing better slash worse than like a 14 year old Floridian in a like in a young sheriff's uniform. You're like, oh boy, what a future for this young kid. It's
1: gonna uh, join a militia.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but I will say for the most part, uh, I had no problems with the police officers, except for that one police officer who wasn't doing anything at that turn.
1: Was not doing her job.
0: Yeah, we were t- we were turning left on a pretty busy road, I'd say, um, you know, maybe 35, 40 miles per hour. And the police officer, she's just sitting on the right hand side of the road in her vehicle, not doing anything. A hundred
1: hundred feet up from the corner, not even at the yeah, corner.
0: Not even at the corner. I decided to roll up to her and be like, "What are you doing?" She didn't even roll down her window for me. She didn't care. She didn't care about me whatsoever. Uh, but hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, well,
1: a lot of people in the ride. Said yeah. he mustn't be from around here.
0: So what does that mean? Like uh, someone from Florida wouldn't go just like give the cops some shit. I mean, they're getting
1: no like, because we're from New England, and that's people. Like I yeah. say to guys I ride, like, "What the fuck?" And they're like dude yeah yeah <laughs> like they're just surprised that people talk that way
0: yeah i mean as far as i'm concerned especially the police officer getting paid by tax dollars they should be you know they should doing be doing their job they should be doing their job and and the public should be able to criticize them i think uh yeah as long as it's all like on the up and up um but yeah i mean other than that i thought the rest stops were like really were great actually you know tons Fantastic. of different food i I left the beginning of the ride with no food in my back pocket being like, I'm going to just try to just eat from the rest stops. And it worked. And it, so that to me is is like a really well-supported ride. Yeah. They I, had everything. Oh, they had everything. They had like candy at some, they had like mandarins, they had clementines, whatever they had, bananas and homemade sandwiches. Yep. Hammer gels. And I'd never had the hammer bars before, but I thought those were really good. Um, and yeah, we sort of, uh, right, we said we rode with a group of people that you ride with often down in South Florida, right? Like yep. Evan and Dave Hill and, and Chris and all those guys. And that was a lot of fun, meeting them and riding with them. And uh, getting to ride Charlie's bike was nice. You know, it was nice of him to let me ride his bike, even though it was still, a little creaky. I still have that bike. Wow, that was over a month ago, I think. <laughs> I know. I got to uh, get that bike to Charlie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was that was cool. It was a nice bike, you know. I mean, a very nice bike, actually, a Dogma F12, F10 with um, – F12. Like F12 with SRAM ETap, Uh And perfect land for disc brakes, Florida. I mean, for rim brakes. Rim brakes in Florida, nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. Then we sort of – we did end up being split up at the end after that last segment. I think everyone sort of, like, split up, and at
1: one point no, I did – in- there was another case of me being dropped. You guys crossed the segment and I just couldn't keep up. And at the end of the segment, you guys just kept going. Well, so I will say,
0: uh, not to brag, but I did like ride away from the group on that last segment. And so I, where the whole group was supposed to turn left, I went right. I was like, I'm going to go right. I'll just go right for like a quarter mile. Then I'll turn back like to the corner and like, I'll look backwards and like, see if I see you. And you weren't there. So I decided to just hammer back onto the group because I was like, there was only like, Eight miles left, so sorry about that. But those last eight That's miles, right,
1: I, I um, had a blast. I still came in smiling.
0: And it was like at the end, there were there were drink tickets, and some people got beers. You went over, and you go to Jersey, you bought me a hat, that cool hat that I really like. And uh, we didn't get any of the food because we ended up going to Pancho's Via afterwards, which we talked about. Um, yeah, it wasn't necessarily in the plan to go to Pancho's Via, but I think pot- Pancho's Via was awesome. I loved it.
1: I did too. I, I've been there. That's probably my third or fourth time to Pancho's Villa.
0: Yeah. So you guys go there after you go up there and ride sometimes, right?
1: No, we usually park right there in that town square. Oh, that's, oh, that's that, the town square that you start in. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where the water tower was. That's San right. Antonio. That's the Yeah. Town. San
0: Antonio is a little like you hear San Antonio, you think of Texas. No, this is a little small, small, tiny town. Tiny yes. town with like one restaurant and a post office and a church uh excuse me and so yeah because we carpooled with John and Jennifer like their plan was to go to Pancho's Via after and so we just like we're like okay we'll go along with the plan and i was like oh man i kind of want to get home you know in my head like mom was making pizza and all that but pancho's via was awesome it was like great i got a taco bowl there were house chips and salsa and guacamole and it was like it was us two john jennifer and sarah and sarah was great too and i thought it was a i thought it was a fun meal
1: and the service was spot on and the service take- was great they didn't take credit cards and we didn't right. have any cash. So it was a win-win for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, I had a lot, we drove back and then mom still ended up making pizza and there were like ice cream cookies at home. And uh so that was great. I had a, I had a super fun time and the videos out for like, well, the video will be out soon, uh, like for the whole weekend. But we rode the day before, like you said. We went to a farmer's market. I thought that was a lot of fun. We tried to go to a vegetarian festival that was closed due to weather, but the weather was actually very nice. Uh, that was all very That was all very strange. Oh, and the jetty that we went to I thought was beautiful, right? Is That's that called the Venice Jetty. Is that what it's called? South Jetty. South Jetty. Um, saw dolphins I thought was really cool. Um, and then, yeah, the next day we did like a nice little recovery ride with mom around the neighborhood, and yeah. you guys showed me the pickleball courts, which is... Very Florida of you. Hey, Hey, here's the pickleball courts. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> well, you
1: gotta, you gotta mention, uh, how well you did on the grand fondo. You qualified for the nationals. Oh, I qualified for nationals.
0: Yeah. I think I came in like 75th place though. That's not like, you know,
1: you pulled away from a state champion in Florida. He just acquired the state championship at the time trial. That's and right. Pulled if, the, away from him.
0: if the rumors are true, I rode the Floridian state champion off my wheel. Uh, on a Grand Fondo ride where he probably wasn't planning to peak until a month later, but hey, what are you gonna do? I I felt very I felt like I had a really good ride. I wish I had done that first segment a little bit smarter because
1: I just like well, there was no I, warm up. It was a crazy. It was and, first and, segment came up too quick,
0: and my adrenaline was high, and I like wasn't racing. I wasn't riding smart, but after what after the the that one, I which was trying to like hold people's wheels, and uh, I remember I rode away from a group on a downhill. Um, and I just think, you know, you live up in new England, you have more chance to go downhill and descend. You just might be a little bit, you know, stronger in one regard or the other, but yeah, I had a, I mean, I had a blast. I thought it was a,
1: I thought it was a great ride. Yes. Bike handling skills are, you have to have more in new England than you do down here.
0: Yeah. Like you said, the roads are straight there and there's not as many hills, right? So there's, there's just more technical turns around here and more going downhill
1: and, there's no potholes here, so there's nothing to avoid. So you're not, right. you know, jumping yeah. over stuff and hopping the bike up. I yeah, mean I, I hopped said it an before. armadillo. You hopped an armadillo not on the ride. On on a ray. Not on that particular ride. Yeah, well, I yeah, hopped yeah. an armadillo on on a ray.
0: Armadillos, don't they have like they not have like SARS or herpes or some shit?
1: They can give you Leprosy. Um, leprosy. Leprosy. Ah. He was de- he was dead. Well, that's even more likely to give you leprosy, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I was sort of pitched off on the inside. So I had to hop over them. I don't want to hit him. So I
0: would say I would do an event like that again. I mean, it wasn't, it kind of was you, I mean, you paid for my
1: reg. So thanks, but it was
0: expensive, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. 130 bucks, I think. But Hey, yeah. if you want to do a good ride down here, yeah, bring them, bring some guys down and we'll do the six gap in Georgia.
0: Yeah, I'd love to do six gap in Georgia. As much as I'd like, like I think about doing the double century again, right? Because that's what we came around. That's what we it's came coming down up. there
1: for. It's this April.
0: Yep. Um, I don't like you're not gonna be able to swing that this late in the game, but the six gap ride seems awesome. Other people have told us about it. Uh, how far how I mean it's gonna be at least four or five hours away from you, right?
1: It's in North six? Georgia, so I would say it's okay. six or seven hours away. Gotcha.
0: But yeah, that does sound fun. I would love to do something like that. I, you know, I the biggest thing for me, like doing that is is just like riding in a different place, you know, riding with different yeah. people, but getting to see different things, you know, to me, that as much as I, you know enjoy being competitive sometimes, whether it's a grand fondo or a road race or whatever, uh, just like meeting new people and like seeing cool bikes and joking around on the bike. And remember we saw that we saw that forest fire that no one was bothered by, yeah, yeah, that's ah, okay. Like, okay, we're all just gonna ride by this forest fire and uh, but it was a controlled burn, according to everyone in the group.
1: Yes, they do a lot of that around here. They have to. Well, there was just a forest fire here, so
0: I'm scared, you know. um. Uh, uh, but, yeah, there. Any anything else you could think of of the ride or the ride weekend, the weekend that I came down? We You ended up flying back with us, and we, you know, we rode together a couple times. You were here in yep. town for Road, a week. Uh, and...
1: flew back on Monday, rode with you on Tuesday. Yep. And maybe again on Wednesday. Maybe Wednesday, yep. On yep. Thursday, yep. Tuesday and yep. Wednesday. Yeah, that was nice. Yes, definitely. Uh, I do then, definitely miss Rhode Island riding. And I miss the great cycling community on Rhode Island, you know? Yeah, but it seems like you have a good cycling community there, too. It's, it's on a little club ride on a Sunday. I think we had 30 guys this Sunday.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. That's you know? more than, you know, that's more than what we had this past Sunday. Yeah. And the dreary, foggy mornings of April. Um Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm always impressed with the amount of group, like, because you're like, you know, you're doing the cow
1: ride on Wednesday or whatever, and you're doing the bicycle rides on Thursdays, cow. Okay, let's go Sunday.
0: What's what's Sunday?
1: Gulf Coast Velo, classic. Okay. And would you have something on Monday? I usually ride with mom on Monday. She's got a gravel bike and she likes to go out in the Carlton.
0: Right. How's that new top two bag? Good? Phenomenal.
1: Great. Tuesdays. You got something on Tuesdays? Tomorrow is normally a ride with Nigel Mollis.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's just a
1: friend's ride? Yeah. Just a planned ride every Tuesday. He's still working man. So he has to get out there early and get done early. Wednesday Wednesday, there's a rendezvous. Gotcha. Thursday is Kawa. Kawa. Friday Friday is usually a mom ride. Saturday is BI. And Sunday is Gulf Coast Velo. And you can also opt for evening rides at Bicycles International.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Like there are things, right. There's like SmackDown around here on Tuesday or, you know, you have, uh, there, there was the other one that I can't think of that used to be on Thursdays, uh, that Providence Velo does. I don't know, but you know, we, there's more group rides on the weekends, I guess. But I mean, that's awesome. Like, you know, we try to do maybe fast Fridays. We'll start again here now that now that it's getting a little bit warmer, but I think the weather helps too. Like, you know, in Florida, right. I mean, it's pretty nice all year
1: round and. You do have to get up early, like in the summer. Because it gets the, hot. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the bike at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. What, like, what would you say
0: is the biggest difference between
1: riding down there and riding up here? The biggest difference? Heat. Yeah. Heat. Yeah. In the summer heat. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the geography of the land, flat, it's flat here. Yeah. It is flat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel pretty good. Anything else you want to say about the ride? No,
1: I had a blast, man.
0: You had a blast on the ride or on the podcast or both? Hopefully both.
1: I had a blast on the ride. I had great. a blast at Pancho's O'Malley. I had a blast at Pancho's O'Malley. Man, Pancho's pa- <laughs> Villa.
0: Pancho's Villa. Pancho's Villa. Uh, <laughs> they had bar, they have bars on the window there. Man, Pancho's Villa ruled. It did. It was great. Like just like old school Mexican. It reminded me of Mr. Taco. I know a lot of people don't know what Mr. Taco is, but and packed oh yeah and packed we had to wait we waited for five minutes outside it was packed yeah poncho's via is awesome i guess if you're ever in the area you should go there and if we go back we should ride there and uh go to poncho's via all right well thanks dad thanks for uh thanks for teaching me thanks for sticking with me and letting me teach me how to ride a bike even if it took me until i was nine years old i'm very proud of you buddy thanks i feel like i i'm trying to make i'm trying to make up for the lost time the six years that uh that sam had sam had on me you know from since he was three it's not really <laughs> competition with sam um all right cool well thanks yeah the ride was a blast and there's a there's going to be a video out and you can see uh can see my dad here be anxious in the moment while the
1: you, you don't Jennifer... have that on video
0: no not while we were driving just while we were in the
1: parking lot all right
0: yeah and then we had to you had to, to you ended up getting four new tires on that thing.
1: We had to get four new tires because we couldn't take the good car, leave it at the airport for a week. Yeah,
0: well, that's a whole nother story. How's your power steering in that car? Okay.
1: Yeah, fine. All we needed
0: was fluid. But they but there was something like at the shop or whatever that day.
1: I took it to the shop. Yeah. And because of the shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't balanced properly. So they balanced it and I told him about the power steering. He goes, I'll check it and put some fluid in for
0: me. Yeah, because you went, we ended up like A ended up coming while we were riding and mom helped up help with that. And we got new tires the next day before we went back to the airport. And as we're driving to the airport, there's basically no power steering uh, in the, in like the parking garage at the airport. So Fighting. it was Fighting a really hard, <laughs> those tight, tight corners in parking lots. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. Well, thanks. I mean, yeah, I had a blast too. The ride was awesome. And you and mom were so great and so nice to fly me out there and all that stuff. So I appreciate it. Love you.
1: All right, man. Love you too.
0: All right. See you soon. You don't have to hang up. This is just the end of the podcast. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Back to just me now for the rest of the episode. Thanks again to my dad for coming on the episode and uh, talking about his background in cycling and the grand Fondo event that we did together. Just another reminder about the spring cleaning event and IJA059 coming up this weekend on April 22nd and 23rd. Also, we do have a merch drop happening right now. If you head to our website, it's just thehill.com you'll see it right at the top of the page. We're doing a t-shirt that my buddy Mike Holmes designed with a little bit of some of the ideas from inside my head. On the front, there's like a gravestone and it says, bury me on my bike. And on the back, there's this cool uh, like skull with a bike inside of it and it says, it's just a hill and it's... Um, The screen print is being done by Jeff LaPierre and Classic Customs, a local company here right out of of Rhode Island. Jeff rides with us a lot. He was on the last episode of the podcast. So what you can do is you head over to itsjustahill.com. That'll redirect you to the Classic Custom page. And yeah, you place your shirt order. As soon as that uh, drop is done, we'll close the orders, print the shirts, and send them right to you. That'll be great if you check them out. And there's other merch available on itsjustahill.com. So Yeah. That was great thanks again to my dad thanks again uh, well thanks to Jeff for helping set up the merch shops those are always great there'll be more stuff coming at you but these uh, the idea behind them is a sort of just like a, a one-time thing and it helps us uh, you know get them out the door and get them to you in a, in a quick fashion also make sure you check out uh, our sponsors you've seen them on the back of our jerseys a guy in his pie bomb burritos Pepperidge farm and mythic bike shop. You can check them out. The links are up on our Strava page, or our Linktree, and our Instagram. And um, yeah, they're all great. We appreciate them for helping us out on uh, on the podcast, helping us out as a as a club, as a team, and uh, you know, I guess just good small local businesses trying to help support each other. So thanks again for listening. I am going to go make dinner now because I'm riding a century tomorrow, I think, and uh, that means I have to eat healthy. Not just uh, drink this tea that I've been drinking. I guess that doesn't really matter. Thanks for listening. See you on the next
1: one. Decaf left, regular right. Decaf left, regular right. Very challenging work.